0: i mean my work stopped being in denial about covid uh yesterday uh we went to like code yellow or whatever instead of you know everything's fine and there was a tweet that i liked uh that was i don't understand how covid's getting worse we've tried everything from pretending it didn't didn't exist to acting like it didn't exist (laughs) exist.
1: and somehow it's still there (laughs) we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas yeah, it's it's so bizarre. Crazy how that works. When you just, like, don't do anything about something, how it never, ever gets better.
0: Someone in the Teams chat with my boss uh, said, after that, like, release that we're in Code Yellow came out, they're like, I thought we were already in Code Yellow. And I said, no, we were in denial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's just below Code Yellow.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's right there in the guidelines.
1: Yeah. Everyone in charge is just, like, piloting us straight towards the fucking sun. It's just really wonderful to watch from these, like, buckled into the passenger seats with no control over what's happening whatsoever. In, like, a straight jacket. Can't possibly wiggle out. Right. I Not that I'd, like, be able to get the rocket ship back on course, but, like, I'd happily, like, murder the entire crew for what they've done. <laughs> I mean,
0: we can find some rocket engineers in this car metaphor that's now a rocket yeah i like actually
1: want to do their job this metaphor has really gotten away from me i can't imagine how <laughs> <laughs> just like climate change has it got really
0: murderous too
1: <laughs> yeah well i'm really mad about covid and climate change so oh, yeah it's reasonable everyone should be <laughs> maybe monkeypox is the thing that will make us actually like take precautions and wear masks and stuff Monkeypox is, like, way scarier sounding. Nobody wants fucking monkeypox.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have any abbreviations at all. No
1: numbers. And it sounds embarrassing to get. Like, you don't want to be the person who, like, brought monkeypox to the office. That's, like...
0: At the same time, though, it also sounds like a made-up kindergarten children's story. Like, monkeypox? Come on, that's not real.
1: Just like COVID. When Megan got (laughs) monkeypox? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's definitely the litter of name. Big purple and green spots or something. And,
0: you know, Megan has a tail for some reason.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 247 of the MTG Grindcast, the spikiest podcast in all of Central North Carolina. We are your hosts. I'm Chris Castor-Apple. With me is Lee McLeod. Hey Lee. Hi, Chris. Lee, you kind of pitched and produced the topics for this episode. Yeah. You know the the weird part? So
0: I had some gripes with Modern as it was set up. Like as we've been playing it for a while, ever since Loris was banned, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this whole
1: show notes yesterday. A day early. I, I never read the show notes until like day of. It's very difficult for me to get ahead like that. Well, I, I just
0: had an idea and I wanted to like write it down and then it got way longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> so it just became the whole episode. And then today, I know I released a ban and restricted announcement or just ban announcement for Pioneer. And Despite this not being about Pioneer initially, we, we'll talk about it a little bit. There's a section, Pioneer is the only format touched. And there's a section about why they didn't change any of the other formats. Mm-hmm. And the section about modern, which is what I had written this whole document about. <laughs>
1: just made me see red. So I'm <laughs> right. glad. Well, the, that we're the section talking. about modern is just like modern's great. Everybody loves modern. We don't need to ban anything, of course. And meanwhile, like you have like a four-page Google Doc of show notes on like this is why I don't enjoy modern very much anymore. yeah So, you know, well, more than that, I guess after we talk about the pioneer van cuz I yeah. might as well squeeze that in. Hey, Anytime they make an announcement the day of recording rather than the day after we record, which is the norm, you know, we got to take advantage of it. So, especially
0: when it's a surprise band list, annu- because they don't have to do it on Mondays anymore. They just like, Pam, here's a Tuesday at 11 yeah. o'clock announcement today.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, right. They just hit us with it. And I was very surprised by it. Expressive iteration, band and pioneer. Also banned in Explorer as a side effect of that, which I have a couple of words on, but we'll we'll talk about the Pioneer ban first, since that's what it really is. Um, I mean, also Wynota banned in Pioneer, yeah,
0: because Wynota has been banned previously in Just Explorer, right? But now the formats are kind of like synced up as they could be, uh, where Winoda is also joined the ban list in Pioneer along with Express Evaluation,
1: yeah. Um, I can't like bring myself to get too mad about Wynoda getting banned. I know it's like a neat white red card. It does interesting things for Boros color for like a Boros colored card and it is kind of unique, but it puts very specific restrictions on the format and like what you're allowed to do with aggro decks and you just like kind of have to do this thing. And it makes a lot of the games like both very samey and very dice rolly in a way that i don't think is like the like fun for a while but i'm kind of i'm pretty over winota at this point after playing with and against it a lot in multiple formats
0: it's also pretty frustrating right because you can build your deck to be like all right i need to kill their turn one elvish mystic or land Elves, and then they'll just like play the game from there mm-hmm. and sometimes you just don't draw it and they winota you and put it out to a force Master, and you're like all right well yeah okay Great. This is, the, this is, and what's now this, happening. this
1: shock that I have drawn is not very good anymore. Yeah. I'll kill a wolf token and die. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm kind of glad that Wynota existed. I'm glad we got to play with it for a while. And I'm okay with just like never having to deal with that card again.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, as, as Pioneer gets more powerful, as it inevitably will, I, mm-hmm. I'd be fine at revisiting it. Sure. Uh, because the format will speed up. And that was actually my huge concern about Wynota is that it just like, there's, this is a format without many cheap cards and cheap interaction and wynota just comes out so early and just goes so over the top
1: in in that window
0: that right. it's just so hard to interact with in that window it really like sped up what you could do or pushed out a bunch of decks in the format
1: well yeah and the cheap interaction is very i mean in some ways it's not like the most specific cuz you do have like access to thought season fatal push but like the red removal if you're going to play red removal that works against like the first half of the winota deck like it's all shocks so that's not the most flexible it's very specific cards it's not like you get to put actual lightning bolts in your deck strangle is a sorcery that's really not what we're doing here and so it puts these like very specific restrictions on what cards you can play that are effective at interacting with it and also those cards are not effective at interacting with it at all stages of the game which is a little that puts you in like a weird puzzle that's kind of unsolvable.
0: Yeah, so, Wynonna, just...
1: You know, it was fun while it lasted. Thanks, Wynonna. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. There will still be aggro decks in Pioneer. It's okay. Expressive Iteration Man in Pioneer. You know, primarily a Phoenix card. Expressive Iteration's been good in every single format in Magic the Gathering. I don't know that it was the best card draw spell in Pioneer, because there is... <laughs> treasure cruise and dig through time can i read their their
0: statement on the card draw spell (laughs) sure so i'm just going to read from the article here although we recognize that there are several other powerful card draw spells in the format notably treasure cruise and dig through time we currently believe that delve spells contribute to blue decks pioneer having a unique identity among eternal formats Yeah, that
1: that identity being you get to turn 5 and you can never keep up with them on cards. Yeah. As Pioneer's card pulls
0: fewer strong cantrips and no fetch lands, we're hoping many Delph cards can continue to be part of the format at a more moderate power level compared to how they play in other non-rotating
1: formats. Moderate is doing... Like, the definition of that word, I think, has been stretched, like, pretty egregiously. Like, yes, you can't Treasure Cruise on turn 3 most games, but... It lets you mid-range through anybody who's trying to mid-range you. Like, it's still very, very good. So I can
0: pretend that Watsy's paragraph there is just completely 100% true. I'm willing to pretend this. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's still wrong. (laughs) Because I don't believe you should create formats around very powerful cards that aren't available in other formats. Because... I mean, I, I said this in our Discord while we were talking about it. That's what the Legacy does with Brainstorm and Wasteland yeah. cards are just so egregiously powerful. They basically have this totem status where they're just part of the format forever, and you can never get rid of them. And it a lot of the format just suffers because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it's played under that constraints. And it, Legacy has other problems, so I'm not going to get into that. But I don't think it's a good idea to be like. All right, these are our sacred cows of the format. This format is one year old. Let's continue from here. You know, like, I don't, I don't think that's good.
1: And there's certainly a time at which the Delve cards will be too powerful. Like, just if the format will get big enough and the number of very cheap playable cards that you can put into a deck together will hit the critical mass and then the Delve cards will be too good again. And it's just, like, that's what happens when a format gets bigger. Like, yeah, you won't have Fetchlands, you won't have Manamorphos or whatever, but y- you will have various ingredients that will go together to make, like, oh, yeah, this card's just, like, Ancestral Recall starting on turn four now. I mean, imagine
0: if they print Stitcher Supplier number two, right? Mm-hmm. Just, like, something as innocuous as that. All of a sudden,
1: Treasure Cruise goes way up, you know? Sure, yeah. Or, yeah, just some, some like... One or two mana blue spell that, like, I mean, they didn't, I don't think they had any idea that Expressive Iteration was going to be the card that it ended up being. And so it only takes, like, one card like that that does any sort of graveyardy stuff. And then it's like, oh, yeah, the devil spells are completely busted now.
0: Looks like we're going to have to ban that new card we printed instead of our Pillars <laughs> of the Format. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. Expressive Iteration is very, very good. I've not played enough Pioneer recently to have, like, a super solidified opinion about the card. It does let you do a lot of juking in your blue red deck that maybe is not great for the format. Like you get this card draw spell that is very cheap that doesn't use the graveyard at all and allows you to switch to like a more reactive game plan, which is what a blue red deck likes to do when it sideboards a lot of the time and it just is a really really powerful glue card that lets your deck like cover a lot of weaknesses so like i i'm not like super upset about this ban or anything it does feel a little bit out of the blue. i was not expecting it certainly
0: yeah i wasn't expecting it to me it feels more like a a modern priority and ban than anything else like you, it, it stops the consistency of decks uh, and some of its power level but it doesn't actually like destroy what you could do Right In terms of, like, maybe you don't play blue-red control anymore because blue-white control has a lot of good cards, too. And, you know, it yeah. doesn't have... I don't have Express Federation as part of its identity now. Sure. Uh, but you can still play Phoenix. Like, that deck was good before Express Federation was printed. Yeah. So...
1: Oh, I yeah. I, is, I think Phoenix will still be fine. It's just that your, like, sideboard philosophy is going to have to change a little bit. This
0: ban is impactful, but it is
1: not... It's not like metagame defining or anything like that. I don't think line. so. Yeah. The thing that really sucks about it, though, is that it takes expressive iteration out of Explorer. And personally, I feel a little damaged by this because I did, man, I feel like I like get my deck in a format and then it has gotten banned out from under me like a lot over the past couple of years. And it really, I, you know, there was a point in my life where I was treating competitive magic as a puzzle to be solved. And it's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes a card gets banned and you just need to adjust. These are just game pieces. And like, of course, that's true. And we're spiky and whatever. But you start playing a deck and you get into it and you like it and it gets banned out from under you. And I think it's okay to like feel unhappy about losing your deck that you liked. And the deck that I started really liking in Explorer was like a blue-red... You know, Gear Hulk, Magma Opus deck, obviously running Expressive Iteration. I don't know if it'll still exist now, but it's like, oh, just like out of nowhere because of a different format. Now this card that was important to my deck got banned. And I don't know if the deck that I act- actively enjoyed playing a lot is is playable at all anymore. Nobody uh, has ever cast Expressive Iteration against me in Explorer. I'm the only person who has cast it in any of my matches. And it now it's banned. I I know the rationale for this is to
0: make it match Pioneer,
1: but it doesn't but match. We're me, missing hundreds of cards from Pioneer.
0: It's just like the.
1: It's just kind of another notch in the arena is kind of garbage bucket. <laughs> I I just think that this is like a pretty mega unforced error here, and yeah. every card that like gets banned in Pioneer but was fine in Explorer is gonna be like painful to the number whatever number of players was actually using that card and as long as it wasn't like breaking the metagame so it, it feels pretty weird to me but i'll admit some level of bias because the deck that i was planning on playing in the play-in qualifiers this week like just got banned out from under me in like a totally blind side kind of moment
0: but i mean on the plus side you do get four on the common wild cards
1: <laughs> great so i hope that them, helps you. add them to my unlimited pile of uncommon wild cards <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll help me rebuild
0: yeah and i mean if you're lucky maybe they'll give you five for like emotional damage get an extra uncommon wild card
1: yeah very exciting stuff i i was actually excited to talk about this deck for a little bit on the podcast today i'm glad that we got this news before the podcast so i didn't just like publish a podcast about an unplayable deck
0: yeah. Also, plus this is like primarily my whining podcast. Yeah. So, no.
1: yeah, we're not gonna have any positive explorer talk uh, <laughs> on the whiny podcast. No. And now my positive talk is all completely inverted because any praise that I have for the deck is now just like, well, what a bummer that now I am not allowed to play this anymore. But it was cool. A magma opused A lot of people. This is this was finally the format I think where Gear Hulk your magma opus like was strong enough and not being like outmoded by other stuff just like a lot of fable of the mirror breaker and uh, obviously you play fable of the mirror breaker too yeah copying Gearhulk. (laughs) it was nice uh and the fair fable of the mirror breaker decks when you're kind of like casting similar spells but then at some point you cast a six mana of five six that puts into play a four four and deals four damage and taps two things and draws two cards like okay we're done next game i'm sorry i'm sorry you that got banned. me too but i suppose we should move on to modern mm-hmm. did not get any bans in this ban announcement certainly yeah, i don't um, think we expected any but you know maybe yeah, did we were not hoping for a sure. little bit
0: so I, I'm just gonna read, I guess, their paragraph on modern, just just to get the lay of the land, you know. Mm-hmm. So modern, modern. The modern metagame continues to show great playstyle diversity, with aggro, tempo, combo, control, and ramp all represented in the most ten most played decks. The most played deck is it Merktide, represents about ten percent of the Magic Online metagame, and hovers right around a fifty percent win rate. The top decks show strengths and weaknesses against each other, and looks to be plenty of room for less popular rogue decks to be successful. They put "rogues" in, rogue in quotes. <laughs>
1: that's really weird.
0: <laughs> and, that, and that's it. They don't discuss about if they're looking at anything, if they're worried about anything. Nothing. It's just like, modern's great, you know? Yeah. You got ten decks we looked at, which they would only say what Merk Merktide is. <laughs> the other nine are a mystery. <laughs> I know at least one of them. Yeah. So, I, I'm gonna go off that. So, modern. It is it is diverse like if you look at any of the league's challenges tournaments anything magical line ever puts out there's always a million decks a crazy amount of decks and it looks like you can play any of them and do well but we all know that's like not true right it never has
1: been and, and that modern has always looked like this there are a lot more goblin bombardments in league dumps than there are in challenge top 8s. yeah and
0: not not to say ptqs and showcases and mm-hmm. all that stuff which are even higher than challenges right yeah i mean i, I just looked it through some of the 50 lists from leagues and i just wrote some of them down and this is just from like the past week or so i didn't cherry pick these i think i clicked on two leagues and just wrote down decks that were that looked interesting right mm-hmm. so i got a list and these are all five O's. these people trophied in a league with modern so they are you know way over 50 percent for this one tournament yeah <laughs> Uh, elves, Kiki Cord, Tameshi Combo, Grinding Station, Breach Decks, Asmore Decks. There are like a million of these in leagues. Uh, any color combination you can shake a stick at, you're going to find an Asmore Deck of. <laughs> uh, enchantress, uh Bottle Black Coffers. It's, it, the list just goes on and on and on. Wow. Sounds like a cool format, Lee. Well, uh, kind of. I, I actually do enjoy playing Modern. Mm-hmm. I played it this past week. I played the Temeshi combo deck, not this five hundred one. I think do make five hundred in this particular one, uh, which that build I hate, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> which, which <laughs> build do you hate? Which one's the good one? It, it has like three Lotus Blooms and one Portable, and I just cannot figure out why <laughs> those numbers exist. Uh, it's uh, there's some other weird stuff about it, but it, it's not important. to What's going on here? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I modern is like fun if you can play it in leagues or like at locally or whatever you can play basically whatever you want uh and you have powerful cards thanks to modern horizons too and all the like various support like they they are legitimately a lot of fun decks with a good strategy you can play mm-hmm. like up to and including all the decks I just named the problem with that is none of those decks are consistent so when you get to higher levels of play Like challenges or PTQs or showcases, uh, or I kind of want to say large paper tournaments here, but honestly, the large paper tournaments like Vegas or Dreamhack are still kind of below challenges in terms of what people are playing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think some of that is due to COVID or what have you, Mm -hmm. or the like modern streamer kind of environment where you just see people play stuff and you
1: like think you can play it in a big tournament. So yeah. i <laughs> so-and-so five with this so i'm gonna bring the black red like fury grief deck to this tournament
0: which i honestly think is legitimate if you're treating the tournament as a like a fun vacation experience or whatever like, oh yeah the, yeah of effect. course instead yeah. of i'm going to win this like right. other people in the tournament are also treating it as right. and go on like insane tears
1: through the format and and given that these are not gps or pts they're not like qualifying you for other stuff they're just like cash tournaments that you go to with your friends like i I think that the paper environment really kind of encourages this type of modern gameplay like this like fun approach fun first approach
0: yeah so if you look at the top tables of those paper tournaments or any of the online like ptqs showcases or challenges over a long period of time because challenges week to week are well, wild, man. You can have whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it, it's not that much far removed from leagues.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the only real difference is that the price has increased for entry. So yeah. it keeps out a little of the, uh, I'm going to throw this together in two minutes and see if I can even have a workable mana base kind of deal. Right, right. <laughs> Once you get to that level, you just... You, you have, like, so few decks. And and it's kind of... Def- uh deceptive because you get essentially three s- tiers of decks or three stages, three lumps of decks, three groups. Mm-hmm. You got your your interactive decks, which is the most played deck that Watsy sites, uh your tides your grixis Shadows, your
1: you know, Jund, whatever. Is is grixis Shadow even really a deck after I, yes, I feel like it, it, it got hit harder by the Luris Band than we thought it
0: would. So I called it Grix's Shadow but it is actually just grixis ledger shredder now okay yeah uh and that yeah you can see it, it, pretty much any interactive pile with ledger shredder is going to mm-hmm. be in that category yeah uh that's actually the main winning kind of deck in that category where you're just trying to interact with people and you're so efficient kind of like the grixis death shadow with lurus decks of old where you're just like interact interact all right i'm gonna kill you in a mm-hmm. few turns with the, the advantage i've built up yeah that's like kind of one pile of the format. Your other pile is the four-color pile.
1: Which is taller than the other pile of decks.
0: It's very tall, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can you know, build it a, a bunch of different ways. Counterspell, no counterspell, ragavan, no ragavan.
1: Uh, they Risen all feel reef, exactly elementals. the same to play against, I feel like.
0: that That is the issue with all of this, is that it doesn't matter what lump you're in, you're doing the same exact thing all the time mm-hmm. like the the four color decks are always accruing the advantage and playing these elementals doesn't matter mm-hmm. they're like hard elementals with risen reef or not they're or if it's
1: expressive that. iteration alongside
0: Rinse their like, elementals yeah. yeah exactly they're they're all the same no matter what style of four color deck you're playing against as long as it's a like four color mid-range pile it's all the same essentially yeah. you, like your game plan does not drastically change it right. might change a little bit. But not, it's not going to change no. on the whole.
1: But it's, it's fundamentally, I have these elementals that are panic buttons if things go awry in the early game. And then in the late game, they are my card advantage engines that let me take over because I have so many of them. And it's regardless of how you've built out the rest of the deck, that's the core of the four color strategy.
0: And the interactive decks are actually the same way. The Ledger Shredder or Thoughtseize decks, they're, mm-hmm. they're all the same. They play exactly the same. Like the, the, way, the way they win the game might be different or the interaction they use might be different. Like Counterspell versus Thoughtseize. Like the Merc deck decks don't have Thoughtseize. Uh, and some of the Thoughtseize decks unwisely do not play Counterspell they play other interaction. Uh, but essentially they're all doing the same thing. They're just trying to grind through decks that aren't four color primarily and strip them of their resources and then win over a
1: longer period of time yeah with a cheap threat that is both i've stopped you from killing me and i'm protecting my cheap threat with my disruptive stuff yeah and, and
0: ragavan's like the poster child for this right because you can always go ragavan uh in turn one attack them and then have three mana mm-hmm. to play another threat and have an interaction open whether that threat's like ledger shredder into a one mana spell or like one mana spell and a counter spell mm-hmm. like both of those are extremely strong Uh, And they're all, you know, (laughs) part of the plan. The third pile that I've identified here that's not a four-color deck or an interactive deck is just linear decks that just can't beat either four-color or the interactive decks. What, you mean, like, can't beat one or
1: the other? Like, they're usually good against one of them, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're usually good against one of them. Like, for instance, Calibrated Blast uh, is a deck that Top eight challenges fairly regularly, Uh, because it just crushes four color like they're Mm -hmm. just not playing on the same axis uh four color does not interact very well against what the calibrated blast deck is doing and so calibrated blast just destroys them uh but it cannot for the life of it ever beat a ledger shredder deck (laughs) like it's just not gonna happen right uh and that's you can make similar parallels to decks like uh, cascade the rhinos are the living end Mm -hmm. hammer decks yagmoth decks they all are good against one of those other two decks and not good against the other one and you can like leverage your points here and there like for instance hammer just won a challenge recently after being gone for a very long time uh hammer's really weak against four color it's just not a good matchup for them and they're pretty good against the interactive decks because they're just the sheer scale of what they're doing and they're <laughs> uh, not versatility what's when you're resiliency it's yeah. resilient
1: yeah you and, and it was worse for the interactive decks when the hammer decks had Luris, but... Yes. uh, Yeah, and especially with the, like, at some point, like, Unholy Heats and Lightning Bolts are, like, effectively turned off, and there's just, like, a lot of stuff, and they're under such mana pressure, the whole, for the first several turns of the game, that, yeah.
0: And, and whereas, like, it's not good against the, the four-color decks, but you can, like, if hammer does bad for long, long enough, you know, the four-color decks just stop particularly caring about it. Uh, they don't tech as hard for it. And then the hammer decks can just try their hardest to beat it to catch up to like a, a 35 or 40% in that <laughs> matchup. And, that, and they would consider that a win, right? Mm-hmm. But they're still not good against the four-color deck. Right. And that's every kind of deck in this linear pile. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not in one of those three piles, honestly, if you're not in one of the first two, you're not going to have a good time playing in a large modern tournament week after week trying to win
1: right like, it, the, the linear all... decks you can pick the right one for the right weekend but none of them are consistently good every single week or, or, or consistently like uh, the right sh- a fine choice every single week but you know like four color you can play a version of four color every weekend and be totally fine with that Yeah, you could even play the same version every weekend and
0: you wouldn't be that bad if you just like, basically if you locked in your deck that you were going to play your 75, excuse me, your 95 cards (laughs) that you are going to play for the entire month and you couldn't change a single card, you know you'd still probably have the best deck in the room most weeks. Like, you just, your core strategy is so strong and your options, while they'll give you points here and there not going to completely destroy you if you don't met a game yeah every other single deck you see in leagues that isn't part of one of those three piles just do not exist in large premier tournaments on magic line and they don't exist in the top eights of these challenges except you know every now and then you'll see a deck kind of spike and people ask if it's good and it never ever lasts yeah, I wrote, in the, I wrote in the show notes that <laughs> this past weekend, the Mono Black Coffers deck that had 5 0 to the week prior actually <laughs> got third in the challenge. Uh, notably, Spike has been streaming this deck. F- it wasn't Spike who top aided. Uh, Spike has been streaming that deck for a while months, I
1: know. I've been known about it. Mm-hmm. And this is the very first time it has ever top aided any event. <laughs> right. And any deck that Spike is actively streaming, like people are gonna play it in stuff so so people have been trying to top eight challenges with this thing
0: and it's just not consistent that that's the issue with modern basically is you have the the interactive decks and the four-color decks are just so consistent and so much better than everything else that the format just feels very samey like (laughs) you may play against different styles of four color in three rounds, but they're not different in play
1: experience. You're still playing against the same guards with the same strategy. Yeah. And I do generally find the playing against four color experience to be just kind of outright miserable. I haven't played modern in months, mostly because I just like don't want to play against four color. It's just not, Enjoyable to me. So, I've got a whole section about four color. I'm just going to jump to it.
0: <laughs> uh, I have a section titled Four Color, aka Modern's Gatekeeper. Sure. Because it, it kind of is. Like, Watsi cites tide as being the most played deck in the format, and I don't doubt that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing Watsi completely ignores, which I'll just drop in here, is that the four color deck is super, super expensive especially on magic online yes so not everyone has like 1400 tickets to play a modern deck so they're gonna play the 600 ticket ledger shredder deck instead like it's not that hard uh, right thing to figure and,
1: and out. even like you know i had like a, a long-term mana traders membership with like a high tier thing and i just couldn't rent a four color deck you know, it was yep. just not possible for me to play. I would have to go buy 400 ticks worth of other cards in order to be able to do it. It's not an accessible deck.
0: Yeah, we're, we're a spiky podcast, so I don't really harp on the price of competitive decks that much because it's not super relevant. Like, you just have to beat the cards your opponent brings. But when watsy cites data that one deck is played it, at most much more than the four-color deck mm-hmm. and the you know the they're just ignoring the real reality of what's going on here which is like the, the four color deck just doesn't seem that much play in leagues because a it's just really bad against a field of garbage and b it costs you, two to
1: three times as much as the next
0: deck right like why would you play it you're just not going to do that <laughs> it's only going to see play in in tournaments primarily and that's reflected if you ever watch any modern uh league stream like for instance, if I'm watching Nassif, if I'm watching him play challenges, I'm expecting to see four color. Mm-hmm. But if I'm watching him play like a random day in leagues, I expect to see zeros for color the sure. entire day. And usually I'm right.
1: It's just <laughs> yeah. like not a thing people engage in in leagues. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's just not accessible. Like I might play some of it because starting tomorrow, there's a an all access event for like three weeks for Moto's 20th anniversary. And so I can pay $25 and then have access to all magic cards and not have to deal with a rental service. And that's about the only time that I'm going to play a four-color deck on in Modern Online because it's just too much of a hassle to deal with otherwise. And I, like, I have a magic podcast and I play a lot of magic and I'm just like not willing to deal with it.
0: Right. But about like the gameplay of four-color, the real issue I have with this deck is that it is too free Mm -hmm. to do things with like (laughs) typically speaking when i say four color in any year before 2020 you'd be like i what are what possible combo or something are you concocting you're playing four colors for Mm -hmm. uh and this like the mid-range this is a mid-range pile that plays just the greediest mana base or it doesn't even play greedy mana base but you would expect it to play a greedy mana base it, pays, it, it plays a greedy-looking
1: combination of mana costs, but the mana base isn't greedy at all.
0: Right. And and it requires like a bunch of different stuff. Like, Omnath is literally four different colors of mana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pitch elementals all require different colored cards to pitch in order to access their free cost. Uh, and something like Icewing Quattle even requires Snow Basics that you have right. to have a threshold of. Uh, and you're... You, like theoretically if i told you all this you'd be like all right you have to juggle all of this and figure out how you're doing it so you can get access to these powerful cards and right you're going to lose some games to your mana but you know you, that's just part of the price
1: but this deck actually loses a zero right. <laughs> games to its mana it, it turns out that you fulfill all of those requirements by doing the exact same thing which is yeah. a couple of fetch lands vista Snowlands, lands Ren renin six and that uh, just abundant sold. growth abundant and growth yeah. or two yeah uh ran six and abundant growth
0: are honestly it's mostly ran six is the huge offender Mm -hmm. for this kind of yorian as well because it allows you to pack so much value once you do like kind of flood out or have a pocket of stuff where you can just like blink a couple like a risen reef or abundant growth or abundant growth or something else where you just like draw out of it and you have a four or five in a play like yorian's not scot-free in this kind of deal but ran six is just absurd (laughs) yes it's a good uh, card it, the games you play against four color where they have ran in six in the game they don't even have it on turn two necessarily but when they have ran six versus not having ran six it's very stark because that deck can use mana extremely well especially fetch lands if they have Omnath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a result the four color deck gets to play blood moon or magus the moon or whatever mm-hmm. at no cost basically because you have abundant growth and all these fetches and uh ran six and the basics you're incentivized to get with ice spin Quaddle. Uh, i know early on during and we've talked about some box before. or early on there was like incentive to or discussion around putting in blood moon against the four color decks to like make their mana bad and it quickly became clear that uh, this is not the deck you
1: Blood Moon, this is the deck you get Blood moon against. Yes, some of them do have Magus or Blood Moon in the sideboard of the four-color deck. Not all of them, but sometimes, and you should never bring Blood Moon in against these decks. It doesn't do anything.
0: Right, and they don't have to play around Blood Moon for it to do nothing. It just does that naturally. Right, like, they're fetching basics anyways, so... And... That would be kind of the weakness of the deck. The only real weakness of 4 color is that like I was talking about earlier, like with deck is a calibrated blast or a bunch of league piles that are very inconsistent but have this like weird game plan that tries to go over the top. Four colors is pretty bad against that. Like it just doesn't operate on an axis that can present a bunch of interaction if you're trying to like not interact with their stuff at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like four, four color is just gonna lose to calibrated blast, most games. And then try to board heavily against it if they want to. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, The rest of the format, it just completely is either 50 50 or above,
1: and most of the time, drastically above. (laughs) Yeah, and in particular, like creatures are just sort of a non starter against this deck, unless you're doing like specific and, and you know i don't like playing a murktide deck against this deck even though even if the matchup is like kind of even like if you make one mistake with the murktide deck then you or, or you stumble just a little bit then their value takes over completely but since their value is so focused on solitude and fury that really negates most of the ways that you could deal damage to them with creatures like they most of their deck is these like very very pushed removal spells so I I agree with you in some respects, but I don't
0: agree with you that they're all of their value is tied up in the elementals I think mm-hmm. it's like really easy to overlook that every single one of their cards is just incredibly value.
1: Oh yeah yeah no no every everything draws a card, but everything it is like focused around. The power of these split cards that are like solve a problem in the early game or be a card advantage engine if you once you utilize to... them, pretty much the best. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like you, you either can use them to protect your board and what you're doing, or you can use them to push through damage, and they pretty much always are what you're killing your opponent with. Mm-hmm. And Yorion, you know, every other game. Yeah. Because Yorion is a four or five flyer, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> See, the weird thing about four color, after discussing like how good it is and all this stuff is it's not like that unfun of a play experience if you're not getting just blown out by fury or whatever like if you're if you're playing an interactive decker or,
1: or as long as Teferi doesn't like shut down your deck as well like that's not sure. a fun experience either
0: but basically like if you if you're playing like Merktide or mm-hmm. uh grixis or whatever some deck in the top tier against the four color deck where you're like you know jockeying for position the games are not that bad like sure. they're pretty interesting they're pretty good the issue is that it, it's kind of the same thing as the Luris uh, ban mm-hmm. or the Luris format, where all those decks were really close together in power level. Mm-hmm. They just like mostly played Luris, uh, and the games were really good, but there weren't really any decks that weren't. Y- you Luris had to decks. pick one of those <laughs>
1: decks, and those decks all functioned really similarly. So, right, They're- it's it's
0: kind of like the same complaint I have then, and and back then, right before Luris was banned people if you recall expected Loris to be banned definitely at some point however at the time it was banned people were like i'm not really expecting a ban people just play a bunch of modern and like the format generally speaking so i don't know why they would ban Loris now and people said that literally the day before the surprise <laughs> announcement that Loris was coming out that Luris was banned it's just like yeah they're not going to really ban anything in modern like why would they everyone's playing it yeah one of the issues is that I don't think WotC can re-handle the fact that people are going to play Modern pretty much no matter what. <laughs> uh, but the way they play it is different between tiers of play. I think that's what WotC really struggles with, and I see it in this announcement,
2: mm-hmm.
0: where Modern is really fun. I enjoy playing Modern at my local game store <laughs> yeah, or in leagues. Like I can play whatever I want, pretty much within reason i mean honestly in leagues the bar is a lot lower but (laughs) (laughs) right i am not going to play against four color or these super focused Merktide decks and honestly the Merktide deck's not even a problem like it's just an interactive deck yeah it just happens to compete against the other stuff no problem with Merktide. uh and, and and you're just having fun it's fine like modern is legitimately a fun format until you start playing a lot of high level competitive magic Mm-hmm. And then it's just miserable. And WotC doesn't seem to realize this.
1: Yeah. And, and that distinction is important. And in a way, I I feel like this dichotomy has existed for like most of modern's existence, where the high level modern play is like fundamentally different from and, you know, high level magic in general is different from kitchen table or LGS magic, but specifically with modern I have always felt a like massive gap between even going to like Thursday night magic at atomic, which is relatively competitive. Like you could run into whatever the difference between that and going to like an open is like, yeah, I need to be disciplined in the deck that I'm choosing and the format shrinks down pretty considerably after the first couple of rounds of the open. And uh, it is a different format when you're playing it at a, competitive level yeah and and that's just like kind of
0: the issue i have with modern right now
1: and and i mean sometimes it's too good different format you know the 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 casual format the casual modern format is basically always like oh man there's so many decks you can do whatever you want and still win some matches the competitive modern format sometimes is yeah this is totally fine there's a bunch of different things you can do Uh, But sometimes it feels really constricting. Sometimes it's all Okos or whatever. Yeah, sometimes it's oops oops, all Okos. Mm -hmm. And it
0: it feels good for like a month and then you're done with it
1: forever. (laughs) It feels good while you're the only ones with the Okos and then everybody catches up a week later and then it doesn't feel great anymore.
0: Yeah, and I think to use that analogy, we're just like way past a week on the evolution of this metagame like lurus was banned when was lurus banned i don't actually have this written down <laughs> i need to i need this comparison to make a time lurus banned.
1: and and just to be clear four color is not an oko level like no no, threat. no, 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 no. that's not what we're saying
0: like there, there have been much worse modern formats to play because they're just like not very fun like
1: hogak for instance yeah. Yeah, like, and, 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 like, a deck that's just, like, a tier above everything else, which, like, Four Color is very powerful and, like, oppresses a number of strategies, but it's not, like, a full tier above everyone else in the way that we've seen some decks in the past couple of years be.
0: So Lurus was banned on March 7th, which was three months ago to the day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, since then, the format has seen, what, two set releases? Kamigawa and Streets of New Cabana. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing has changed. The four-color deck that existed then is still the four-color deck that existed now, and I expect that to continue going forward, uh, mostly because the since the printing of Modern Horizons 2 uh, it has powered up every deck significantly, right? You're Well, only really... every deck that still
1: exists, because yes, any deck, deck that didn't exists. get powered up is not playable.
0: And anything that gets added to the format has to compete on like a sideways axis because we don't get ledger shredders very often mm-hmm. ledger is a very good card that actually kind of hits yeah in the
1: modern format i'm pretty delighted by the introduction of ledger shredder to modern and like magic at large but I, i'm glad that it works in modern but those
0: cards don't really come around all that often and having to compete with all the cards that the four color deck has in it is mm-hmm. a really tough ask uh, whereas most of the stuff that gets introduced to modern is like a new archetype or like a new enabler like Mm -hmm. um, unclaimed territory was to humans or for you know a weirder example that i just have on my mind an offer you can't refuse to (laughs) add nauseum, or just like random garbage combo decks Mm -hmm. Uh, like those those little cards get added to a format and add to it but not in a like competitive way or sometimes they are in a competitive way But not in a like a take over the format kind of way. Because at standards, sets just aren't as powerful as Modern Horizon sets. They're just not going to be. Yeah, of course. And 4-Color is just Modern Horizon tribal. So anything you are printing into Modern or changing Modern into has to like run up against the best cards you've ever put into the format ever. And it's such a strong strategy that you have to like compete up against it constantly. Yeah. And I don't think Modern is in a good place where you have like essentially gatekept the format by this uh this deck that has so many powerful cards and is already beating everything like how 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 does the format change from here like what
1: happens yeah i just doesn't i don't know because it's not it's not a synergy strategy it's not an emergent thing of any sort this is You know, just read out the Modern Horizons and Modern Horizons 2 cards in this deck. The, you know, the one Demonic Tutors, the Elementals deck that Demonic Tutors won the challenge with a couple of weeks ago. Like, two Ice Fan Quattle, two Endurance. I mean, Omnath, not Modern Horizons, but Honorary Member. Uh, Three Fury, four Solitude, a Titania, four Renin Six. uh, Three Ephemerate, four Prismatic Ending, two Unholy Heat. Like, those are all Modern Horizons cards, except for the... The omnaths that i've read out but the individual card quality of these decks is like none of those cards are cards that you could be allowed to print into standard right like they're just too good
0: yeah and if you print something like at an Omnath level into standard it would have to be banned like within weeks of like release
1: the cards that were printed into standard were banned
0: right because there's four taferies joke i just said it in a serious way okay 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 fair <laughs> enough you're supposed
1: to be like, ah, I see what you did there. That's very cleverly. I do see what you did there. But it it's completely true. The cards that were printed into standard and made it into this deck all got banned in standard. Omnath and Teferi did not survive their tenure in standard. Yeah, and it kind of
0: brings us to the point where the main problem I have with 4-color being the gatekeeper is that you've just kind of resigned the format being to this forever because i don't see how things can get changed with new printings Mm -hmm. because the four color can just incorporate all the powerful cards unless they're specific to a strategy like ledger shredder is good in low mana curve Mm -hmm. interactive decks so you know four color can't play that Mm -hmm. but anything that's just overtly powerful you
1: can (laughs) It does need to be better than some some card in this deck, which is a really high bar to hit. A but... very
0: high bar to hit, which is like part of the point, right? You don't want to print cards that are that high of a bar. Right. And if the... This is a synergy list deck, essentially. Right. You're just playing all powerful cards. There's nothing really wrong with that, except for it's so strong that all of the decks that are synergy-based that are trying to do the same thing are just gone. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably part of the problem with uh Asmore decks, right? They're essentially a synergy mid-range deck with artifacts and food as the engine. Mm-hmm. And you can't play a mid-range Asmore deck in a field where in a competitive field, because you're just a worse mid-range deck than the best mid-range right. deck. Like, why would you do that to yourself? People have been playing Asmore decks in challenges that are Heavily time save focused, which is a combo way to win because you cannot out range deck the better mid-range deck. You're just a combo deck then.
1: <laughs> you can't get your card advantage engine online and then play three more turns against the four-color deck. Like they'll find a way to break you apart and then generate more cards.
0: Yeah, like Urza, High Lord, Lord High Artificer. It's another artifact example, but they're on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh that's another really good mid-range card that produces a lot of mana and card advantage. And requires you to, to bend your deck a certain way. So you can have the synergies enabled in it.
1: You have to put bad cards into your deck to and make cards work.
0: Why would you put bad cards in your deck to make your good cards better? When you can
1: just play zero bad cards with perfect mana. You know? Yeah. Like why? And I, I think that that is maybe a fundamental key here. And you know, like as spiky players. Like of a refrain that we repeat. And have heard repeated is like play the good cards. But I think. Magic formats are more fun when you do have to play some number of bad cards or situational cards, things that like make your strategy work or make your good cards work, but you can draw in the wrong order and then need to piece together games out of this deck. It doesn't matter what order your your cards in at all.
0: Yeah, because they're you know inherently flexible and good at most stages of the game, mm-hmm. like the. The Grixis Ledger Shredder deck, the Grixis Shadow deck, whatever you want to call it. I know there's contention right now. <laughs> it, it it's all good cards, right? It's a good cards deck. Yeah. But it's
1: not The cards do different things. Right. It's all trying to. You can't assemble. draw three ledger shredder. I mean, you can discard your ledger shredder to Ledger Shredder, but you know, you can't draw like That's all reactive stuff. Like you have to draw like all ledger shredder and some one mana spells like
0: you're, you're balancing a strategy yeah you're, you're you have a game plan and you have to make sure you sequence your cards correctly to achieve your desired results
2: mm-hmm.
0: you could say that is true for four color mm-hmm. but it almost doesn't matter what combination of cards you draw because they're all so like f- sometimes fury is really good and sometimes solitude is really good but most games if you draw either one you're pretty comfortable with it right
1: you're just trying to Oh, they have creatures in play. I just need to get one of these. It's fine. Right. And ultimately, and I've harped on this, and I'm sure people are bored of me saying this, but ultimately, I do believe the blame rests squarely on the elementals because that is a big key to like, I don't really care what order I draw my cards in because. The elementals are so good early and so good late and they're playing exactly the roles that this type of deck wants, which is something to keep you from dying on turn one, two and maybe three. And then you draw them late and this isn't a removal spell. This isn't a lightning bolt. This is a full on Necrotal, like the best Necrotal you've ever seen and one that kills them. And that like combination in one card means that, yeah, my deck is just like this big bowl of slop that just doesn't really matter like when I draw each thing, just whatever comes up, comes up, and it will be useful at every single point in the game. And I don't I think that you lose something when you lose a lot of the fun in magic when it just like doesn't matter what order you draw your cards in.
0: Uh, Yeah, you're definitely right on that last point. I I don't agree about the elementals, and I kind of explain why a little bit. Like and it really is clear to me when you look at the other decks that are playing the pitch elementals they're using them as like cards and they're really really good you're not wrong when they're saying when you say they're super flexible and they allow you to stay alive early or do whatever you want to early and then get such insane value off them late Mm -hmm. i think why four color is the best pitch elemental deck is because you in order to have that flexibility you have to give up cards it's like key to what the cards are yeah but the four color deck never gives up cards for anything ever all mm-hmm. of their cards can trip and they do it a lot right you, right. you never have this tension point where you're like Whoo, i've got two furies in my hand and if i pitch one maybe i go too low on cards because like i don't have enough like can i win with the cards i have left you never have that tension right the cards you have the, left
1: like, are a renin six and a non- like you're gonna be fine and if you're playing like the red there's a red
0: black uh grief malachir rebirth fable the mirror breaker deck that topics challenges every now and then it's mm-hmm. not again not that consistent but it has this game plan where you're trying to like kind of cheese an elemental out and y- r- utilize it a bunch whether it's undying evil or fable or whatever you and that deck does have that issue where you put your elementals into play early you're like run out of cards pretty fast red mm-hmm. block is not known for it's like crazy card advantage right Like you, uh, you you start griefing them and you grief undying evil you you still have to work with like whatever three cards you have left uh, and you're not just playing red and six next turn you know yeah so you're right the, the elementals are really flexible uh but the issue i have with them is not that they like break the game in some fundamental way I think that's like kind of a a genie you can't put back in the bottle kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect all the elementals to get banned. But I do think the issue is that four color just never, ever runs into their downside. because yeah. it just gets the cards so easily.
1: No, I, I agree completely. And, and that's probably a better characterization of what I, I mean here. And it's because you can't in other forms of magic when you don't have access to effects like these elementals. You can't just play all cards that draw more cards, but this deck can. Like, how can you build a deck that includes, like, four Risen Reefs and four Teferis and four Renin Sixes in it? Well, because I have these free removal spells that, like, I can trade in some of the value that I generated in order to do this. If you didn't have access to that and you were forced to, like, use Lightning Bolts and Unholy Heats and, and not have access to the Elementals, then I think that you know, at some point you're just like, oh no, I had to pay mana for all of this stuff every game, and I'm not quite doing it fast enough and I get run over more often. So yeah, yeah, I I I agree completely with it what you're saying. It's that combination of like powerful value cards and you can put a lot of them into your deck and then the elementals let you do that.
0: And that's not to say anything about Yorion, which Sure. Is also a card you can add to your hand to pitch exclusively if mm-hmm. you want to. You can just add it to your hand to pitch to Solitude. And that is a a big percentage point you're gaining there. Uh, without mentioning the fact that sometimes you add it to your hand, play it as a four or five, and draw two cards off of it. Or, or kill it. Blink a creature your Solitude. Of yeah. It. Yeah. Like, Yorion's really good. I'm going to get to the dreaded section now. This is the ban talk. Because uh, I, I just kind of outlined in the last you know 20 minutes or whatever that i don't really think it's really 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 difficult to change modern from here mm-hmm. and i don't like the way the format is set up right now because it feels very difficult for this dynamic to change
1: yeah so there it's, are the, the, it's the climate change do. of formats like yes the climate change of formats. We we see the problem but i don't really understand what procedures would actually solve it at this point.
0: And, and Watts, is telling us that
1: everything's fine. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, So the only thing I can turn to, to kind of change the format and other people have kind of quietly bandied this about is a ban of some sort. I have not heard a lot of discussion on like what this should be, but I do not think that, for a long term at higher level magic is primarily what i'm speaking to here mm-hmm. H- having four color being involved in every single tournament till the end of time is going to be healthy and the card mm-hmm. i land on that's most culpable for this kind of phenomena is renin six mm-hmm. uh, which is a grossly powerful card has yeah. already been banned in legacy primarily to wasteland to be fair
1: uh, but well you see the effect more actively when it is wastelanding you you understand the effect on the game because oh they're getting resources every turn and my resources are being denied look how many more resources they have than me when it's oh i have the mana to cast my spells but boy i just seem to be falling behind somehow and you know it's a little it's not quite as clear every game like wow the the two lands they got off of the Ren and six really made the difference here
0: and i've played a lot of games with Rand six that card is very fun i really enjoy playing land every single turn (laughs) it lets you play a lot of games of magic
1: right but magic Uh, has that land system where sometimes you miss land drops for a reason and i sometimes things you don't think about
0: uh, random six just enables like you know sometimes i'll play a card and i because i have enough lands via random six i can just channel it now and it's going to be fine and maybe i don't channel utawara but i have the too. and if anything goes wrong with my opponent's turn i have that out now mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's renin six is is messed up <laughs> it, that card is really good <laughs> i I don't think it's really played that much outside of four color like I, the decks that come to mind are like the teferi renin six piles uh or other decks that try to worse for kind color. of be an interactive deck like yeah. the jund the zoomer
1: jund decks where you're like ran six
0: my Urza saga we're doing it kind of thing
1: yeah i mean it would be a shame like that is a cool aspect of the format but it is totally like clouded over by what renin6 is doing in this four color deck
0: and those decks are also gate capped right mm-hmm. by the, the four color effect yeah so i I think random six is kind of like the safest band. Like I personally do not like Yorion as a card, but
1: I, I think it should go just cause like I'm very, do- I've been very done with companions for a long time, <laughs> but I I, 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 I see, can pick up what you're putting down here. I'm, I'm fine
0: with uh, people playing their garbage. This is the only four colors. The only Yorion deck I've ever been somewhat intimidated by right. <laughs> in, in modern, at least sure. Uh, People can play whatever it's really fun to meme with Yorion, like 60 card Premier Titan or 60 card Reanimator or whatever. Like, I those are kind of neat. I, mm-hmm. I would like that to keep being a part of modern as long as Yorion's not a problem. And I do truly believe that Renin 6 is a less impactful ban, it's more impactful for this deck, right? And but less it has fewer wide ranging
1: consequences, yeah,
0: yeah, and it's not like you know yorian meme decks or you know the core of modern right but you're not really losing anything to the competitive metagame of modern at least that i can think of maybe i can scroll through goldfish but if you ban ran six like what other decks are really being hit by this
1: yeah nothing i care about really
0: <laughs> like i'm just looking through the top x decks on goldfish right we've got murktide elementals that which gets hit by it Yogmoth, Hammer Time, Blue Living in Crashing Footfalls, Burn, Amulet, Blink, which is another four color deck. I I don't know why these aren't all. It's whatever. Blue Eye Control, Affinity, Death Shadow, Jund, which does play it, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is twenty twenty two, guys. Stop playing <laughs> Jund. <laughs> Jeskai Control and a deck that is mislabeled as five-color Omnath, but is only four colors, and is also the Omnath deck. <laughs> <laughs> so of those 15 decks I read out, three of them are four-color, and one of them is Jund. And if Jund has to die after, you know, 10 years, 10 year long years it's, of service... It's
1: not dying, you're just, like, allowing more people to stop playing it.
0: Yes, that's a good way of looking at it. Oh, which reminds me of a tweet I think Will made. Uh, yeah, it was actually about banning Renin Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted Rend Six banned, and from modern, mm-hmm. and a million people replied to him, saying that they're never going to do that. Renin Six is being reprinted in Double Master in whatever in Double Master Two or something. Mm-hmm. It's being reprinted this summer, yeah, in some fashion. And you know, like a million people responded to him about this, yeah and i replied to that tweet of him you know saying thanks guys i had no idea this card was getting reprinted thank you for telling me 50 times or whatever <laughs> I-, I replied to him with do you think these guys can help me out uh when was moxopol banned prior to its reprint oh yeah <laughs> six it was banned six months before it was reprinted
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh there's no there's like there's precedent yeah <laughs> if a card is too powerful in modern and I do not think Watsi sees it again I don't think Watsi sees a problem in modern because I do think modern is still legitimately fun as long as you're not at like a
1: higher level right but it it would be nice to pull that higher level a little bit more in line with people's like fun modern experiences at other levels of gameplay
0: I I don't even necessarily need that I just Mm -hmm. need a little more variety in higher yeah. level. Like uh, looking at two decks, like two types of decks, I expect to see all the time. And then a third type of deck, the the linear pile that is just worse than the other two categorically. But mm-hmm. sometimes
1: they spike the matchups, you know? Yep. And I don't think
0: that's healthy or good
1: or fun. <laughs> no. And, and just to be fully transparent, you know, the times we've talked about modern over the last like six months, I haven't played the format. I've watched streams and stuff, but I have felt no desire to get on Moto. I got rid of my uh I got rid of my mana traders. I just I played against Solitude and Fury one too many times and I just broke you. I I I just feel I, I legitimately feel so choked by the constraints of the format. And it's it's not a gameplay style that I find fun dealing with those cards over and over and over again. And the things that I want to do are like directly impacted by those things. I like doing stuff with creatures one way or the other. And some level of like, oh, good. It's another turn to like ephemerate my solitude. I'm like a broken man now. And I just haven't played modern because I don't want to deal with this. And it's not fun to me. And I just like when I think about it, I think about the things that I'll have to play against. And I just play a different format.
0: And I I have played modern. Uh, again i do like the format but Mm -hmm. i'm always in the garbage tier of decks Mm -hmm. because those are the decks that i think are fun right and you know i'm not at the point where i've played against four color too much or anything like that but mostly because i'm usually on the uh yeah, four color. Yeah, kind it, of right. You're mostly
1: on the. If I don't see a steam Vents on turn one, then I'm 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 golden. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm mostly on that side of it. So I haven't like played against four color too much or anything, but it is really stifling to what I think the format could be, even under like the modern horizons two elemental mm-hmm. dichotomy.
1: Yeah, I agree. A-, a format that allows you to use the elementals, but you have to like pay the costs for the elementals and it actually like does take something out of your deck in order to pay the alternative costs and stuff you're not just able to roll through the rest of the game because because right now the the deck just really subverts any of the like ooh cost two cards to do this sort of part of the power level of the the elementals and it just like isn't really a consideration and then that really busts those cards wide open
0: and, and ran six is one of the cards that you know allows yeah. you to get not only perfect mana every game but it lets you hit your fifth land drop your sixth land drop your seventh land drop like right. you can start casting these elementals you're, you're like you're, you're rarely missing your fifth land drop uh if the game involves a ran six
1: right and that's a huge part of why the deck is so good and why the elementals are so good in it is because once you hit turn five you are casting shriek yeah you or, know every time that theories. you need them yes which are be- much better but yes these these six three streak mob that kills multiple things. So that's uh,
0: that, that's kind of my spiel mm-hmm. on on modern. I I like the format. I just wish it could be better. And I was very unhappy with Watsy's response of modern is great. Nothing's wrong. Look at the most played deck. Is it Merktide? Uh, look how good it is, or look look how fair it is with a fifty percent win rate. And it's just like what. What format are
1: you guys looking at? Yeah, you're. You understand. You're talking about the format that I, a person who loves magic and has a magic podcast, haven't touched in six months. So, like it, it's not this like one paragraph format's healthy. Let's be done with it. Like it, it is frustrating to see it not even acknowledged that maybe like somebody's not happy with it.
0: And and there is a point where you can say. I have said it multiple times as this podcast, modern is good, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a ban and restricted article talking about the higher level magic play, like that's what bans matter in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Playing in tournaments. You can't just be like, okay, everything's good here, nothing to see. Yeah. You know, this is not the venue where you can say modern is perfect and not even mention that there's any, a hint of anything wrong.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, and, and our problem is not that four color is like oh it's a 60 percent deck like you have to have so many it's not a hogak it's not an oko deck it's not an uro deck like that's not the problem the problem is that it is putting these constraints on the format and it is everywhere but also there are multiple like stretches where it's like half of every challenge top eight for like a couple of weeks like it's capable of doing that and that's not like delightful
0: I think primarily that's not even a win rate problem necessarily. To, in my eyes, mm-hmm. it's a why would you play a deck that is similar but not it? Right.
1: There is like, no the better way of is price playing mid range <laughs> value in modern like or, or there's no like it's okay for there to be a best mid range deck, but it is impossible to justify regardless of which direction the metagame goes. It's impossible to justify playing any other deck that generates like mid range value. Like you just can't. Right. This is the best one at it, and because it only plays good cards, it plays eighty good cards. And and, and that's that's fine. That's the crux of the issue to mm-hmm. me. It's
0: not that it's a. There is a good mid range deck that does well in tournaments. Right. Uh, it's that the good mid range deck that does well in tournaments is the mid range deck that you can't possibly justify playing any a similar deck with.
1: Right. Yeah, that's tough.
0: Not even jund.
1: I like. <laughs> I mean, I get that Mox Opal is banned, and I get that that has hurt Urza as a concept, and it was never even close to the same. But you can at least like think about building Urza decks at different points in Modern, but it's just so silly to put an Urza in your deck right now. like. And Urza is insanely powerful, but you just could never justify it right now if you're trying to be serious about Modern. It's just not a playable Magic card.
0: Yeah, I think Urza. If <laughs> Urza's is kind of a uh, a dangerous card, not because Urza is really good. It is. It's just because like if Urza is ever good, it's because there's something really busted lower down in the curve that's an artifact.
1: Yeah, Urza <laughs> has not been actually good without Mox Opal. So like that's fair. But
0: uh, I, I mean, it was really good with Astrolabe as well without Mox Opal
1: oh yeah i guess that's true yeah
0: so th- that that is the the constraint specifically urza works under is mm-hmm. that you need one Rizzo's more good gun, artifact
1: than we have right now
0: yeah and 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 maybe brothers war comes out and dominary comes out and there's a bunch of good artifacts and like all these artifact enabler things get mm-hmm. enabled maybe something changes there but again i it's hard for me to imagine the kind of power level push that would take that four color can't overcome yeah it was, Unless, you know, again, something Omnath level busted
1: is branded in standard. It was very clever that, like, the really good artifact they printed in Modern Horizons 2 was Urza Saga, which is a land that dies and Urza is a 4-drop, so it, like, actually doesn't work very well with Urza. I I just, like, I felt like it was pretty cute how that worked out and how, like, all of these Urza Saga Urza decks just, like, clunked up really badly around turn 4 or 5 and... uh i appreciated that it didn't work out <laughs> and if you look at leagues
0: people play urza whether well, there's a saga all the time yeah five O's regularly and it's a blast yeah absolutely but it's not competitive
1: uh it's urza's not as good as omnath and friends
0: yep so at the end of my show notes you can see i didn't know how to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So now I turn it over to your your expertise.
1: Well, you know, I'm here waiting for tournaments to start up the qualifier tournaments for, you know, for the pro tour, for regionals, for the pro tour, you know, whatever we're calling things. There's going to be a lot of modern tournaments. I am going to kind of have to go back to modern and I am in a spot where I don't really want to. And it is putting a damper on my enthusiasm to go back and play PCQs in the system that I think is at least, I don't know if it's well-designed, but I'm excited about the possibilities and hoping that the design works out. But I know that 75% of the tournaments here are going to be modern, and I don't want to play them.
0: (laughs) So... I mean you don't have to like what's your goal like what do you want to qualify for the
1: tournament do you want to play in all the tournaments do you want to go to atlanta like yeah i want to i want to give a good shot at qualifying for regionals like that's why i'm like you know i've been playing a bunch of explorer because i'm going to play the arena qualifier weekend and i want to give myself a solid chance to qualify through that it just you know i want to experience trying to climb this tournament ladder a little bit
0: so do you want to give yourself the best chance of winning the modern event or do you want to like have fun at it no i want to win i don't think those are i think those are going to be different things for you (laughs) they are
1: different things and i think i am going to probably need to buy like several like fifteen hundred dollars worth of magic cards in order to play four color in all the modern tournaments according to my like current understanding of the format and what i need to do to win them
0: well do you prefer playing four color or would you prefer playing like a thoughtsy stack uh
1: i would prefer playing four color because i think that so you know one thing that we haven't really touched on but uh from like all of the modern that i've played and witnessed involving four color it's the deck that preys on every stumble like you have to do everything right to beat omnath even if you are technically favored against them if you screw up or your deck stumbles they eat you alive and i'm just going to be on the especially at the ptq level i want to be at the on the deck that eats you alive if you make a mistake and that's omnath okay
0: so i have most if not all of the four color deck that i just don't play (laughs) okay not out of principles or anything i just don't think it's that fun sure personally uh so you're welcome to whatever cards i'm Not currently going to be playing because
1: I'm I'm not going to be playing four color. Yeah, I'm just going to play events. I probably have like half the deck. I at least have the lands and stuff, so you know there's there's that bit taken care of. But you know I I just am not like super enthused to to play this when you know formerly it was like hell yeah modern tournament let's do it and that's uh, kind of a shame.
0: You just gotta focus less on the modern tournament and more on the modern tournament. Yeah, with all your with all your people.
1: Yeah, of course, and it's not like I'm not going to have fun, but I could have more fun. I, I dare you <laughs> to not have fun. Yeah, that's tough. I do love playing Magic. <laughs>
0: even if even if you get a little salty after a match, you know, you just can find one of your buddies and talk. Yeah. Like me.
1: Yes. They had the solitude. They always have the solitude.
0: They always... I just couldn't draw my third land, Lee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, well, unless you've got anything else to say, I think we kind of covered it. No, I, that's all I've got. Hopefully we leaned more. I feel like we lean more towards the analysis of the whys rather than just, like, complaining about the, like, more hmms than uggs or whatever. Yeah, I'm not trying to just whine about
0: how good four-color is. That was, like, not my intention. No,
1: that was not the point here at all. I,
0: I'm more of, like, I, I see modern as a... A thing that could be really good and just has like one thing holding it back, and I don't—I don't even know the perfect fix for it to be honest. But you can think about it for a little bit. Make it a podcast after the ban
1: announcement. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I—I I, I think I am generally on board with the red and six ban idea, and I don't think it will have a lot of negative fallout. And we've had that card's had its time in the sun. <laughs> There's been a lot of red and sixes cast in Legacy and Modern over the years. So maybe it's time for something new. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time. If you'd like to lend us some support, head over to patreon.com slash mdggrindcast. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, I am tweeting from at CCR underscore grindcast. Lee is also on Twitter. I'm at Lee McLeo. No longer in Twitter jail. Great. I'll be sure to tweet things at you to that you can reply to. Or oh, you are always, always able always to reply. reply.
0: I can just tweet on my own now. I can have I'm allowed independent thought wow, finally. <laughs> yes. I tweeted something today, I think. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Really doing it. Well, thanks so much again and have a great week. Goodbye.